All right, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Lloyd Brenton with Truly Grace Ministries. I'm leading a community of believers that want to uh, kind of find themselves in a faith-based life. If you're suffering from a setback, maybe it may be divorce, addiction, uh, finances, losing your job, whatever the case may be, we're a community that wants to support you and help you through any and all things that you go through. You can find us at uh, 8735 Highway 613 in Escatawa, where you can come in and meet the whole family. Uh, we start eating every Friday nights at 545. Uh, the service starts at 630 to 730. We, um, we take care of your kids for you. We're also on Spotify, YouTube, uh, podcast. We also have radio stations, 96.9 FM and 1580 AM. Our show is done live, also shown on TV on WGUD. It's at 7 o'clock on Thursdays, where you can watch us live if you missed the recordings. I really would like for you to get involved. And if you really need a change in your life, I know that you've been trying so hard your way. The struggles can only be overcome by Christ. Christ is the healer of all things. Truly Grace Ministries is where you need to be. Come as you are, everybody's welcome. The no judgment zone. You are all welcome at Truly Grace. Our family is committed to making sure that each and individual that steps onto the grounds from the parking lot to inside will be nothing but family felt. You, you'll feel like home right when you get there. Nobody gets left behind. We love y'all and I hope to see y'all soon. Welcome to Truly Grace. Y'all clap if you're happy to be here. Do this because I've learned it so well. Y'all come out and join us at 8735 Highway 613, Escatawa, Mississippi. You can watch us on WGUD Channel 51, Thursdays at 7 p.m. You can listen to us on the radio at 97.1 FM and 1580 AM. Sundays at 8 a.m. You can check us, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, podcast, Spotify, and please come visit us at trulygrace.org. One of our staff members made up these wonderful, made up one of these these wonderful cards with these neat little gadgets on the back with some nice information that you can use with your smartphone. I'll explain it to you, but I'm not that smart. My phone is, but I'm not. <clears throat> I pray that everybody had a good week. Uh, Y'all try to keep those people in, uh, in Florida and Alabama in your prayers. We, uh, we missed that one by the skin of our teeth uh, just by a few minutes, a few hours. Actually, a lot of hours. That was a slow, slow-moving storm. But we all know how that, how that is. Uh, just a real quick, you know, we, we gathered food and supplies uh, to take down to... Uh, um, Lake Charles, just south of Lake Charles, a couple weeks ago, that went very, very well. Had a big turnout. Had a lot of people want to go help. Went down there and, and done a good thing and uh, blessed a lot of people. It was a, it was it was good. Um, if you want a blessing, be a blessing. Amen. That's uh that's that's a good motto. If you if you're down and out, be nice to somebody. You know what I mean. Help 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 somebody help you. That does help a lot. That sounded like a lot of helps, but sometimes some of us needed a lot of helps. Uh, I know we're doing a, a raffle for a television. Y'all can check this out online and in, in the house. 
First prize is a 55-inch TV. Second prize is a 43-inch TV. Third prize is 32-inch TV. All tickets are 20 bucks. You can get them on the uh, on the website. You can buy them, or you can see somebody on the staff here in person and get your tickets. I know there's some other nice slides, Billy, that I'm missing. Small groups. How could I miss that? If you've ever been to a small group on Tuesday nights, raise your hand. Now, those of you that are online can't see the hands that are raised. Small groups is a wonderful time. The men meet with the men. The women meet with the women. Uh, I can't speak for the women, um, but I can speak for the men because I'm not a woman. I'm in the men's group. I don't know what happens over here. And believe it or not, my wife doesn't share what y'all talk about over here very seldom because that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, what happens over here. That's why we meet separate so you guys can and we can confide in one another, confess to one another, help build one another up. There's a purpose in that. We're not over there gossiping, just as I suspect the women aren't over here gossiping, but women have specific needs spiritually that sometimes a man can't give you because usually that's the problem more than not. And us men over there, I'm going to admit this, we do realize we are the problem most of the time. He just cut my mic. I thought my mic went off. Did you hear it go dead? <laughs> There's a man running in electronics back there. But we do. We know uh, one of my other favorite sayings is your ego is not your amigo. And us men, we have a problem with pride and our egos. And, and, and more times than not, we let that get in the way. Uh, this is not a confession. This is not a, a, an apology. This is letting you know this is how we are. And uh, we need love, compassion, and a strike down from God. <laughs> so be, be, love, be loving towards us, kind and, uh, and considerate, and help us be a better us. You know, we, we, we can't be our full capacity without our helpmate. Is it that bad? Huh? You think what I'm saying is wrong? Somebody escort her out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you guys on Facebook and, and, and YouTube, y'all come check us out here live. It's, it's a wonderful experience. If you can't make it on a Friday night because you're doing stuff you ain't supposed to be doing, you need to come out here anyway. <laughs> or come on a Tuesday night. We have child care next door. Uh, we have places that you can uh, volunteer here to do do things. Uh, we're not in school. If you have something to say, just spit it out. Unless you're praying, then I apologize. All righty then. <clears throat> Anybody got anything special they want to share? Did you want to sing? Any of y'all? Okay. We do have a singer in here. She sang a couple weeks ago. She said she wasn't singing the night. Oh, we got two singers in here. I'm a singer, too. Used to, on, uh, on Friday nights, we'd have a karaoke in here. Any of y'all do karaoke? That's pretty fun. It's fun when, when you get a bunch of people together that don't mind looking a little bit silly in front of their brothers and sisters. Just have a good time in the name of the Lord. Amen? If you can't have fun in front of your brothers and sisters, who can you have fun in front of? That's why I can get up here and, and confess to you guys how it is to be a nincompoop, because... 
All you can do for me is pray for me. You talking about me it ain't going to bother me. It don't bother me at all. It ain't going to help me either. So the only thing that's going to get help is a little bit of prayer, right? But y'all come out on Tuesday nights and help build one another up. Um, you know, this is, a, this is a ministry. And believe it or not, it, it, it is, it's a great ministry, and we're doing extremely well. We're growing. The, uh, you see, the, the, if you've been here from the beginning, you know what we've come from, how we've grown. Uh, but it, it does take uh, funds. And we have several ways to give. You can, you can visit our website. You can check out the, the new cards that uh, the, our staff member made for us. Uh, you can do it on the, uh, the little smart app things, signals, pages, whatever they're called. One more time, Billy. What is it? QR codes. QR codes. I'll, I'll do this again next Friday night. I'll do the same thing. Ask for help. QR codes. Yes, ma'am. That's them. Y'all go to Truly Grace. Y'all can also give in person on the front, the back, and on the side. Um, make sure you let us know who you are so we can, you know, we can, we can keep up with that. You can get that at the end of the year for, for tax purposes. This is a, a nonprofit organization. We're not just taking your money and doing free willy with it. We're keeping up with it and doing right by God with it. All right. I'm going to say a prayer real quick, and uh, then we'll have Brother Lloyd come up. Lord, thank you for my brothers and sisters here tonight, God. I pray that you just have your way, Lord, that your word comes forward tonight to rest in our hearts and our minds. Lord, I pray that it guides us like a rudder, Lord. I pray that your Holy Spirit fills our sails, God, tonight, Lord. Use Lloyd to bring your message, God, as a vessel that you would have him be, Lord. Again, have his rudder move the way you want it to move and his sails be full and that we may receive. All things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Brother Lloyd, y'all give Brother Lloyd a hand clap. It's pretty, it's pretty good turnout tonight here. Yeah, amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love you, man. All right, y'all ready for the word tonight? Look here. Y'all got to be a little bit more excited about Jesus Christ. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. That's our Savior. We're going to go through some things tonight because there's a lot of problems in the world. So when you're singing these songs, you're worshiping and stuff tonight, I need you to understand that is your gateway. That's how you open them up so you can receive the Holy Spirit inside you. That's what's inside. Someone asked me the other day, he was like, uh, how, how do you explain this, this Trinity thing? I just can't figure it out in my mind about the, the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the three-in-one thing. I was like, well, look, look, it's, it's, just, it's a simple analogy. Watch how it works. If you want to know why they're all one, check it out, because they all serve the same purpose. There was a God, the creator, correct? He sent his son to save us, correct? He's not here no longer, correct? Who is? We are. Where does the Holy Spirit live at? There you go. Boy, look at here. Three in one. How easy was that? <laughs> but he would seem to be real confused about all that. So there you go. I'm glad that everybody at True to Grace understands. So since we're on the same page, we're going to walk with Scripture tonight. We're not going to talk about our own flesh. We're going to be led by the Spirit. Does anybody know how that feels when you're led by the Spirit? Man, it feels really, really good. So in this house, I need when, when, when we stand to our feet and we let the lights go down and, and you're just joining us tonight, I'm telling you, I tell everybody all the time, do not get spooked out. Just club Jesus. I know it's different than any place you've ever been because God resides in a different way in here. He goes around. He's everywhere that you are. But somehow, at Truly Grace, 
He sees a lot of brokenness, what he's looking for, that believe in him, believes in his power to change things and rearrange things and to hold on. You got to believe this scripture has life in it. And if you have the Holy Spirit in you, I want you to come to life with it. So as we worship tonight, when these songs are being played, let them resonate with inside you. These people have been getting a deep relationship with God. Remember I told you last week about having a conversation? They done had a conversation with them. And that's what they sing for. And that's why we sing for because we need to form our relationship with them and have a conversation with them. You ready to talk to them tonight? Because let the spirit lead you. Flesh is, is, is a bad thing. Like Brother Bryce just shared a story. The flesh have you sitting on the side of the road all by yourself thinking about what you just did. Huh? But check it out. God, if you would have been guided by God, though, we're going to talk about the guidance of him. You let him guide you. Oh, boy. The endless amounts of love and joy you can have in your life. I don't know why I'm echoing tonight. You probably got it on 65. But that's all right, because we got to get loud for Jesus, don't we? Y'all ready to worship Jesus Christ in this house? Stand to your feet and let's get going. It don't matter where you've been, where you're going. Jesus still loves you. Matter if you made a mistake two minutes ago. He loves you. Go ahead and crank it up, because check it out. This is what we do in here. Go ahead and put your hands together. Welcome Jesus in this house tonight. Sometimes on the journey, I get lost in my mistakes. What looks to me like weakness is a canvas for your strength. And my story isn't over. My story's just begun And failure won't define me Cause that's what my father does Yeah, failure won't define me Cause that's what my father does
Yeah. No matter what. You heard what he said? So stop being led by the flesh and come up here and let your spirit lead you to a place where he wants you to surrender. He said, you got to come up here and tell him about it. So whatever you've done, it's okay to come up here and tell him about it. You trying to take all my microphones? This is my worship. It's okay. This you want is everything my I got. That's okay. Yeah. Oh. In every moment, I withhold nothing. I'm learning to trust you, even when I can't see it. And even in suffering, I have to believe it. If you say it's wrong, then I'll say no. If you say release, I'm letting go. If you're in it with me, I'll begin. And when you say to jump, I'm diving in. If you say be still, then I will wait. If you say to trust, I'll
without sin so why do the people that are sinners which is all of us right can I, i'm gonna raise my hand tonight i'll be the only, I, I, i'm man enough to say that you know what i'm saying i am a freaking sinner okay i make mistakes i fail because i'm not perfect and I, there's no way possible that i'm ever gonna be so why would you sit there and tell me and discourage me and then dog me why would somebody do that to you Tell me you got, you sin that you do, but my sin's bigger than your sin, isn't it? Right? I'm not allowed to come talk about nothing, am I? My character's all messed up because why? Because I sin like you? What does the word say, Ken? Not one, doesn't it say? No, not one is without sin. So this means when I say you got to go back to your savior, this means that you got to stop being double minded. Because, see, I get questioned, you'll get questioned and you ask, what, what does that mean? When you ask God for wisdom and help. When you ask him for help and wisdom, are you going to receive it? Or are you going to do like other people and say, ah, I didn't like what God said, so I'm going I'm to go ask my friend about it and see what they say. See what kind of options they got for me and see if that tastes a little bit better for me or it sounds a little bit better to my ears and my pleasing. I won't do what God does. God said you got to go to that person, right, and repair that, right? And you do that three times, you see. You go with a witness. You know, you go with them. Then you go with witnesses. And then you go to the church. And if it can't get repaired all three of those ways, then you walk away. You don't go trying to ask the world to judge another person when you're not the judge, neither are they. Why do people spend so much time doing that? You go back to Christ. You talk to him. We talked about last week. You have a conversation with Christ. He will answer your prayers. He will answer all your questions. Only judge. See, but double-minded is unstable in all their ways. Like the ways of the ocean, they come in and go out, but that's like, just like people, I'm your friend, I'm coming in your life, I'm going out, but you know what I'm doing? I'm not bringing forth any life. I'm bringing damage. 
foundation must be on Jesus only. Jesus only. That's where your foundation has to be. You can't build it on your foundation. Yours is wishy-washy. Mine's wishy-washy. Because our minds think we, we got these characteristics. That's, that's what we do. We love in a different way. And so we just let things go and let things in that we shouldn't because we're not solid enough to stand up and say, look, I'm not doing it. What can we do to fix this? We don't. We run. Just like the song was talking about. Everybody runs from it. You don't got to run anymore. Just all you got to do is return to the Savior. The first thing that puts you together in the first place, the Savior. He's your Savior. Your friends and family. I understand you love to go to them and you love to hear what they got to say about your relationships and your friendships and everything all the time. You got, they got plenty to say, don't they? You go to them, they got a whole bunch of stuff to let you talk about. Well, this is what you really should do. And then, you know, and then when you, and, and this will happen. Oh, yeah, you got those powers, do you? No. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't. You see what I'm saying? So I, I got to quit fooling myself. And I got to go back to my Savior. See, if we build on the ways of the world, we would be washed away when a storm comes. And that is to be true. Every time, and this is, watch, watch. A storm came in your life. How many times has this happened to y'all? Let's use an analogy. You're rocking on with your friends or whoever. Y'all having a great time. I love you. You're my brother. I love you. Love you. One thing happens and it changes the whole course of what you felt five minutes ago. God, dog, you just told me you love me more than anything in the world. And then you heard something or something happened and now you hate me? And we can't even talk? Wow. I don't know if he said anything like that. I don't think he does. And that's why if you go with the ways of the world, you'll be washed away because your friends and your family members come up to you and tell you about how sorry you are. You are this, you are that. You are all this and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, you, need, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need that dude in your life. You don't need that woman in your life. You don't need that friend and all this stuff. Well, man, look here. How you know what I need? What if I love that person that's in my life and I want to work hard and fix it? Just because I fall short doesn't mean that I can't repair it. Shoot, he was on the side of the road, but I bet you can still go home tonight. It can be repaired. But you got to be willing to do it. What are you built on? Do you go back to the saver and repair it? Or you just want to go back to you and repair it? You go back to you and, well, we already know what's going to happen. You're going to keep going on and on. Big old snowball. That's right. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Solid foundation is the rock. It's the rock and eternal word of the Bible. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to be ready at all times when we do not know when he may appear. And he's going to question you when, you did, when he does appear. You know, he's going to be like, well, I gave you this situation. You, you, you haven't heard it written, said to you a thousand times. You know, it's like, uh, what are you going to do? You've got to be prepared for this. When he comes... He's going to ask you, he's going to question, well, well, you believed in me. 
You loved me like, I, I mean, I heard you. Everybody did that. You did all these things in my name. Except you didn't do one thing. You didn't do what I asked you to do right here. I, I told you to, to love me and then love people. You didn't do that. You, you talked about people. You judged people. You slandered people. You made them feel less than because they made a mistake in their life. Do you think that if, if, if the case was that you make a mistake and you can't come back from it, then what, what are we all we doing here? What, what is this? What, what is this? What, what's happening here? Nothing. Huh. It'd, be, it'd be void. It'd be pointless, wouldn't it? Because I know that there's a bunch. There's a room full of overcomers in this room because God loves you no matter what. And he held on. He loved you no matter what. His love don't endure for five minutes. It endures forever. And he says endures all things. Not some things. Not little things that you want to and then trade it in for something else. All things. We're chosen for a purpose, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I tell you what, the Holy Spirit, I don't know if it's me or whatever it's him. But it's hot in here. Whew. But I'm glad there's a packed house and it's all good. At least we all in here. Everybody good. They sweat on each other and stuff. It's kind of like a gym without working out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Holy Spirit will work you out, don't want it? Yeah. Ephesians 1, 18, 20. Ephesians 1, 18 through 20. It states this. Yes, well, it starts like that. But then it goes on to say, I pray that you may know his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead. Same power. Same power. It's just gangster. That's what we need in this. Gangsters for Christ. Everybody else plays around. She's real about it. Show them, honey, what they're supposed to do. Put your cab on. Kick it to the right. Shoot. God has called you, called you for a purpose. And that's the purpose right there to raise people from the dead that they're living in. Not to, not to, not to, not to be double minded and say, this is my job. I'm going to go out and be a lostologist. I'm going to go out and be a living sacrifice. I'm going to go out to be love to the world, a light to the world. And then trade it in and be like this. Never mind. I don't want to do that no more. I'm going to do it for all these people over here and not for you. What you come on up here. Don't, don't distract. No, I got to step over here. She's going to get angry. She wants to talk tonight. It's okay. It's okay. Turn the mic on and let her do her thing. She'll give me an I love it when they do what they do. You just keep on going through the storm. See the storm come and she don't mind. I don't mind. That's how you're supposed to let people do it in, in, in a house. You just let it freely go. Everybody say, man, there's a lot of distractions. Who's distracting? She's preaching. <laughs> God has called you for a kingdom purpose. She said, maybe. And nothing can disqualify you. Consider these legends from the Bible who chose to serve his kingdom purposes despite characteristics that should have disqualified them. Characteristics. That's right. It's okay, man. Do your thing. 
Man, we all need to walk around and do that, don't we? We do. We don't never stop in here. I'll tell you what. These Bible people, I'm just going to show you some few things with you so that you understand how serious it is. They're in the Bible so that you know that you can go back and look at them for any time you want to. Okay, because people just like you that think that, you know, you're disqualified from this race and this life out here. Noah got drunk. Genesis 9, 20 through 27. Sarah was impatient. How many people in here is a little impatient? Good Lord of mercy. I better keep on going then. <laughs> Don't nobody get mad if I talk too slow. I got some violent folks in here tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody raise their hand. I'm like, whoa. whoa. All right. Next week, anger management. <laughs> Which I'm chosen for a purpose. Don't hurt me. It's okay. <laughs> I promise you it's all okay. I had to, to, to preach with uh, 2,000 prisoners. You, you, you're like a headphone, like a stereo set. It's all good. <laughs> uh. Abraham was old. You, how many people tell you that? They're like this. I'm too old. I'm too old to learn something new. Uh, can't teach a old dog new tricks. That's what they say. That's a lie. That's right. How about this? We, we, a lot of people done this, and you got to lie. This all in the Bible now. Jacob, he was a cheater. That's in Genesis 25 through 27. David, in the Bible that was chosen by God, he had an affair. That's in 2 Samuel 11 through 12. He was a chosen person. Jonah ran away from his calling. That's in Jonah 1.3. Peter had a temper. I don't need y'all to raise your hand again. I know who's mad in here already. Paul persecuted believers. I was reading something. I think I posted earlier today. I shared it from, I believe it was you, Cheryl. People love to do that, don't they? They love to talk down about believers. and Look, look what it does, though. Believers are making waves in this, in society. It's making a difference. Look around you. His power is real. It's alive and living. He changes things. When people have no hope, when they're going through things, he gives them hope. You get together in a family like this, you get hope. Jesus gives that. Not anybody else. Christ gives something that nobody can get anywhere else. You can only get it from Jesus, our Savior. So what do we do? Every time we're in trouble, every time we don't have no hope, every time the people are dogging you, that's our time to shine. That's our time to shine, and everybody don't even take that opportunity. They'd rather sit there and fight about it. That person said, blah, blah, blah about me. Said I was a block, a block, a block, and I blah, blah. What are you arguing about? They don't got to believe in you. Tell them why you believe in Jesus and that he loves you no matter what. All you got to do is share one of these stories just like one of these guys did in the Bible. That's when Jesus knew why he called them. Because he knew he was going to choose them because they believed in him when he came. He's came into all our lives. So now it's time to share it with the rest of the world out there. We're all chosen, but we'll never know our purpose unless you choose to go tell somebody about it. 
Tell them your story. I'm looking at people's faces right now. They got such a long story, story that they keep held down deep inside that they want nobody else to know because they're afraid of what somebody else is going to think. Quit wearing a mask, ladies and gentlemen. Let it out on the table. It's okay. Because at this moment, when I've listened to them songs, I replayed them before I got here of what we were going to listen to tonight. I've got decisions to make in my life. Don't you got some decisions in your life you're going to have to make? He's going to love you no matter what. But if you don't be honest, that's when he's not going to love you. As much as you think that he loves you. He gets mad a little bit inside. And it doesn't matter what anybody says he says. And he gets discouraged when he loves you that much and you look back at him. And you're like this. You just look at him in his face when he knows the truth. And you, and you sit there and, lie, and you're right in his face. He knows everything about us. So there's no reason to hold it in and lie about it. You know what he thinks about? I mean, you know, I can't tell you what, but I mean, you got to know that if you just sit there in, in the all-knowing man, because you know things in your life that you know the truth about, right? And then you'll go ask somebody and they'll look you dead in your face and be like, no, 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 man. Uh, no, no, uh, that's wrong. And then you go think about it, and then it convicts you, don't it? It gets to you because you had to tell a story. Don't lie to God, man. He loves you no matter what, you know? Don't get discouraged. Don't get him all disappointed. He loves you. He loves you more than anything in the world. And the people he places in your life, you got to cherish them as well. You really do. And it's okay to be honest and tell the truth. Just get it over with so you can continue on in love. No reason to play around doing the see, see, ladies and gentlemen, what I want y'all to know is when I'm reading over the scripture and I'm ministering this word, I'm not only talking to you, I'm talking to me, too, because, see, me is just like you. Me is not perfect. Me will screw up. Me say things that I'm not supposed to say. Me do things that I'm not supposed to do. And that's just a fact of life. But I know somebody that loves me enough to say, hey, man. Where's, where's your foundation now? It's on you, Father. I, I, I know you'll pull me through it because I, I, I can't do it on my own. It's not possible. People are going to just do it, not because we want to. It's written in Scripture. We want to do all type of things, but we continue to do the things that we don't want to do. But you got to fight each and every day to get through it. You don't just give in and throw it away and run away. You fight through it. He's going to be there the whole way. And if you love one another, that's why I build this family like this. I want y'all to be the same. I want the people in my life and I want us to be the same. I want us to fight through it. I need to be able to call on y'all. I don't need you to, like I was telling the callers earlier, I don't need to talk to them. You know, it says go to your brother and sister. And then I'm all the way in Goldport and I hear the same story I told you. Now, how the heck did they know about it in Goldport? They're gone. I've been over here in Gaucher talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, but me and we work together, and she's my cousin, and, you know, and they talk, well, they're all over Hurley now. They're probably talking about a more, you know, everybody knows. You might as well just get on Newswatch 13. And, all right, well, then you got to go out there and call, you know, down there. You'd be like this. Uh, you down there. Here comes the weather across the screen, and I'm here right here like this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to report something that you probably already know. But, you know, and then you got to tell it. So it, it's okay. Just go ahead and get it off your chest before it does do that. See, stuff spreads like a wildfire. 
That's right, he's just in, just coming in. Man, Paul persecuted believers. Can you believe that? He still was chosen. It's not a season to be doing that right now. If you believe and that's the only thing that you have is God, you remember he says, that's the only way. He's the truth, the life, and the way. He's the only way. So why would you persecute somebody and dog them and talk to them and give them and, and, and discourage them from finding the only way that they're ever going to have salvation? You can't do that. Now, on the other hand, a person, when you lead them to that, they've got to receive that. Do you understand? They've got to receive and do it. They, you, faith without works is dead. Okay? If I tell you the truth from up here, God has used me a vessel and I bring the truth to you and you don't receive it, that's on you. If somebody comes to the Bible and they tell you what the Bible says and you don't want to receive it, that's on you. Because I'm telling you, the road's narrow. Not everybody's going to make it. But gee, man, Chris, I said this from the beginning when I had a little small group way across the street. I'm trying to build a four-lane highway. I know it says there's a road, a narrow road right now. I want a four-lane highway with all of us going up there. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I want to see every one of you up there in that prepared mansion, in one of them rooms. I want to walk down the hallways and be like this. Hey, you can clap. You can do whatever you want to. It's okay. They need to be clapping because they need to be up in heaven. Do y'all need to be excited about that? Are y'all ready to go? Y'all like, like y'all scared to go to heaven. They was like this, a, a room, a mansion and prepared. What, what? I ain't finna clap for that. <laughs> you better. <laughs> Amen, lady. Okay. Because see, everybody's so focused on this temporary stuff down here. I'm going to go get a car like the neighbors. I'm going to get a house like the neighbors. I want to have a relationship like neighbors. You don't even know what's going on at the neighbor's house. You think it's perfect over there just because they smiling and got a boat and a car and a house? I'm down at work. Dude come down on the pier. He down there. I ain't even asked him yet. And he started talking about his wife. I ain't even met her before. I know her now. But I don't know if I know the real her. I just know what he said. I was like, nice boat. He said, well, let me tell you about my wife. I'm like, did your wife die and you collected the money and bought the boat? I mean, that's what the, that's the story I was going for, but no. No, he wanted to know, he wanted me to know everything. I had to walk away because I don't want to hear all that. That's between you and her. Y'all need to work that out. And then when y'all go out on the boat, call me. Because <laughs> that's a nice boat. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, I'll do side. Listen. Psalm 119, 105, his word says this. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. His word. So you got to quit letting other words. If I'd have sat out there and listened to that guy, I'd have been that mad at his wife. And I don't even know her. That's wrong. Just like the same way if somebody says, well, that's a drunk, that's a meth head, that, that's a cheater, that's a liar, that's a this, that's a that. If you sit there and feed into that, then that's what I'm going to become, you're going to become, and you're not going to have nothing to do with me or anybody around you. Because everybody in this room has got a problem. There ain't one perfect person in this room. So when somebody starts talking to you or you start getting mad at the other person in your life, look, you got two choices. You can either deal with it and figure out what you're going to do with that person or get them out your life. You cannot continue to bash them and tear, you know, tear them down and tell them all these things that they already know. How can you be a light? 
to anything. Because when he speaks to you, since we talked about the Trinity earlier, God, Jesus, man, how can you take your part and be a light for anybody on their path in life if all you're doing is talking about something that ain't got nothing to do with nothing? You ain't giving them no word of encouragement. We're chosen for a purpose. What's our purpose? To stand around and gossip? Did Jesus in any scripture say like this, I want you to build a gossip house. I want you to talk about everybody you know until you ruin everybody's life. Does that sound any familiar? Mark? Jim? No? Dad Gunnett? Where, where'd I get that from? Oh yeah, that guy on the pier. He wasn't Jesus. God has a purpose for each of these people. All of us. He chose them. He chose us. He called them. He called us as well. He qualified them. He qualified us as well if we'll receive his word. And he'll empower you to do his will. You ain't going to be able to do it by yourself. I can tell you right now it won't happen. So I got to go back over there because that was my time to shine. And you know what I did? I, I left that week, but I got a chance and he gave me another chance today. To go talk to him again. Just so happened there was a job next door and he was out there messing with his boat again. So I got to go out there and talk to him because I'm having trouble in my life anyway. So if I go talk to him about his, then, you know, maybe he'll get an understanding. I can understand. Iron sharpens iron. We talked about it in remember them small groups he was talking about earlier. It really does if you just talk to one another. But somebody that's trying to give you a biblical answer. Not somebody that's just giving you their answer. Their answer sucks. You can watch on Facebook all day. I'll be wanting to do like this. If it was one of them things at the fair with the little, little rifle with the BB, you'd be like this. And they shoot and they fall over like this. I'd be like, bing, 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 bing. You'd be trying to pick them out. Be like this, what's the matter with you? That don't even, that don't sound right. Doom, doom. You know what I'm saying? It don't even matter. Shut up. But, but you don't. You can't be like that. You got you to gotta be humble. So you just, you know, you, you just swallow it and then ride them as, as humble as you can. And do what you do for them. That's what you do humbly. If you go first, you're first to flesh. What's that going to do? That's going to bring back that anger that we were just talking about earlier. And we all got it in me. I know y'all do because everybody raised their hand. I know. So humble. Everybody deep breath. Can y'all do that real fast for me? Oh, that feels so much better. We're going to make it tonight. We're going to do this. Thank y'all so much. man. I love y'all so much, man. I really do. That, that to be a willing vessel, man, to just do things. and Because he shows you when you screw up. You know what I'm saying? And, but you can repair it. No matter what you do, just go repair it. So it's with your family, your friends, wh whoever it is in your life. The person at the grocery store, Walmart, whoever you was mad with, go repair that. you got to be humble. Repair it. With your fathers, your mothers, everything. We're not promised tomorrow. I, one, of my, one of my child friends right now fighting for his life. You know, it, all his organs are shutting down because he drank our whole childhood and he's been drinking his whole adulthood and he, he won't stop drinking. And everybody told him, you got to stop drinking. And now his three boys are standing right there. He's, they're standing right beside him watching his father and, and, his, and his oldest son is next to Ken. So next, he's got to make the decision on to pull the plug or what, what, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? It was his birthday yesterday, and that's when they admitted him. So we, I want y'all to pray for Danny Savage. I want y'all to pray loud tonight. 
And we're going we're gonna to claim it that his organs will start working again. And he'll come out of that. Maybe he might have dialysis or something. Who cares? At least he'll live again. We got to pray for something. Because in boys, they need a father. And I know that if we can just get them in there and we can go talk to them, I believe he'll change. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in his word. And there's power in prayer. Everybody in here has something going on in their life. And I want you all to pray about that. Don't let the world define you because right now they're telling me that he's dead. You know that he's going to die. I don't claim that. I don't claim that I am what I got called 30 minutes ago. Don't you claim what somebody called you. I'm telling you whatever you're dealing with. I just gave you a whole list and everybody in here, one or the other falls in this category. You've done it once in your life. You might have done it last week and now you're trying to recover. How am I going to do it? I'm going to tell you how to do it. You go tell the truth and repair it. You go back to the Savior and do it the right way. Not yourself. You go to him. Ladies and gentlemen, Psalm 11998, I'm going to leave you with this. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. So all those people are sitting out there talking about what you are and what you can't not do because you screwed up in life and that you're screwed up today and you're screwing up right now. It does not matter. He loves you no matter what and you can overcome it. Just do not leave out of here the same way you came in. Receive it. Believe it. And you'll be wiser than those enemies that are against you. Everybody's against you. You see the world is against you. They don't like believers. They don't want to see you overcome things because they'd rather have a good story to say, how, look, I told you so, that he was this and he was that. So now it's time for you to take responsibility for yourself and show them, I am nothing what you said I am. I am who he says I am.